0: everybody I'm Casey Forbes and I'm Sarah Cuvial. and in this episode we have a local story for Let the Good Lines roll. Mm-hmm. On October 18th, 2015, Dennis... How do you say <laughs> I already forgot! Dennis and Suzanne Duplanché. Duplanché? Duplanché, that's Duplanché. it. Duplanché. Y'all, if we say his last name wrong, <laughs> it's because we know a bunch of duplicants, and we're yeah. trying to say it that way. Duplanché. And it's not
1: spelled... Of course, it's not spelled the way you would think. Duplanché. Anyway,
0: Duplanché. Okay. So, Bubby and Susie Duplanché, he was 71, she was 70, mm-hmm. were reported missing by a family friend. No one had spoken to the couple since the day before around 1 30. Bubby and Susie had been married for 48 years and spent the majority of their marriage in their home off of Highland Road in Baton Rouge. The treasured couple were parents to three grown daughters and multiple grandchildren. They also had many friends and close ties to the Baton Rouge community. Baton Rouge police arrived at the couple's home and observed that their front door was unlocked and opened. As they made their way into the home, a safe was found open and emptied. According to Corporal Lejean McNeely, there was no sign of forced entry or of a struggle, which would tell us they probably knew mm-hmm. whoever was responsible for the reason why they were missing. Reports came in that the Duplochets, I probably said that, Duplanche. Duplanche, yeah. Oh, this damn French language. Came in that the Duplanches kept a significant amount of money and jewelry in the safe. The Duplanches, along with their red pickup truck and the contents of their safe, were missing. This search came to an, a quick end when the vehicle's own star was tracked to a truck stop 45 minutes away in Hammond, in the back seat of Bubby's pickup truck laid the strangled bodies of both Bubby and Susie. Zip ties around their necks, wrists, and feet appeared to be the weapons used to cause their untimely deaths and duct tape covered their mouths. Susie was wrapped in a tablecloth. Such atrocities left a wake of devastation that rattled all of Baton Rouge. So who committed such a disturbing crime? This was in 2015. Police were able to obtain CCTV footage belonging to the truck stop. The video pointed police to two people of interest, one of which was the Duplanches, their right-hand man. It was a guy that they had taken in and helped. So Ernesto Alonso, 48, had befriended the Duplanches in past years. He was hired on to do landscaping work at their Highland Road property and even allowed to live rent-free in one of their properties. The night the Duplanches were found, camera footage at the Hammond truck stop caught Alonso and his cousin, Frank Garcia, who was 54, parking the red pickup truck at the truck stop and driving away in a white pickup truck police tracked Alonzo and Garcia to Garcia's home in South Florida both men were arrested on October 21st 2015 police found hundred and sixty thousand dollars in bills and coins along with jewelry belonging to the Deplanches. when confronted about the murders of his former landlords and employers Alonzo told them to prove it both Alonzo and Garcia began a seven-year prison stint as they waited for their day in court and Alonzo pointed the finger to Garcia and vice versa According to the advocate, and I quote, Alonzo had testified that he introduced Garcia to Dennis DePlanche at his Highland Road home on October 18, 2015, and that Garcia at one point stepped outside briefly and returned with a rifle, zip ties, duct tape, and gloves. Alonzo and Garcia threatened to harm Alonzo and his family after Garcia put zip ties around the couple's necks and stole tens of thousands of dollars from a safe in the house. Alonzo admitted holding Dennis's feet down while Garcia tightened a zip tie around the man's neck. He also admitted helping Garcia load the bodies into Dennis's truck and driving it to a Hammond truck stop. That was Alonzo's defense, but the prosecutor in the case said absolutely not. Alonzo knew where this safe was. He just recruited his cousin to come in and help him. Right. Alonzo is clearly a complete psychopath who uh, got whoever he could to basically murder these people and rob from them.
1: So basically he just wanted to rob them and mm-hmm. was like, I'm just going to go kill him. For extra good measure. It was all about stealing. And that he recruited is
0: his cousin. Such a
1: shame because, like, I have people come to my house and, and work, like, on mm-hmm. a consistent basis. And yeah. the fact that. But she may have like, even helped out at times. Yeah. Time time. The fact that, that something like that could even happen. You. That's horrible. Yeah. The
0: jury found Alonzo guilty on two counts of first degree murder and sentenced him to consecutive life sentences. Garcia pled guilty to two counts of manslaughter and is serving a 30 year sentence. The Duplanches' three daughters were able to express their victim impact statement. And boy, they did not hold back um, because they're grown. Their their daughters are all grown. They have a bunch of grandchildren. Um, it's just an overall just devastating case. And mm. you just don't expect this to happen no. in the area where it. Happened because no. Highland Road is a very prestigious, yeah, well-off neighborhood. Affluent area. They were friends with Hiller Moore, who mm. is the was at the DA, DA, the assistant DA. Yeah. So just a really devastating story. Um, that, that's horrible. Like to think that you've
1: lost your parents to, for one is devastating, and then yeah. to lose them like that is. A whole and they
0: had the case level. basically resolved with like solved within three days. Like yeah. that's how stupid Alonzo and his cousin Frank were. To these seven, think about a seven. Year old person Mm -hmm. who were helping him out, he was living rent free in one of their properties. I mean, it's just it's appalling, it's disgusting. I just sad, it's horrible. That's my phone. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Oh, look, my mom's calling. I'll tell y'all why. My mom's calling. We had a little drama. (gasps) Hold on, let's see. Hey, Terry, Hey. (laughs) hey, um, this is your daughter. We're podcasting, but you're currently on the podcast, so. Homework sheet, I'm gonna run in I'm gonna run there, drop it off, and I gotta go to I'm Okay, so you stopped by and got his homework sheet back. Yeah. Did you apologize yeah, did. to the uh oh, yeah grandma, the grand the they wasn't home? Uh it's still home, it's a Diego, but I don't you wanna get this called. Just in on the better run out there and get the homework. Okay. I'll I'll let him know. So just to to make things a little interesting in the uh, Forbes home, my son confessed to me tonight that um, he gave his homework sheet to a first grader who's not even in his grade, <laughs> who he will not see till he gets on the bus tomorrow. Oh my God. He gave him his homework to do. To do, yeah. And I said, Cannon, how exactly were
1: you planning on getting it back? Well, okay. So was he like bullying this kid to do it, or did he? Was he just being smart and was like, "Hey, I got this. If you want to do it for girl, me, girl,
0: who knows? He's not. <laughs> Ken is not really um, on the level <laughs> of intelligence to bully oh another kid. I think the kid was just like, "I'll do your homework." Yeah. And He was like, "Sure, you can do my homework," but and he
1: didn't. He knew it was. It was not the right thing to do because he came home and told you, but didn't want Mm -hmm. you to be mad.
0: Yeah, because he goes, I got to tell you something, but I don't want you to be mad. (laughs) And I said, I ain't making that promise. Mm -mm, Not tonight. What is it? You've done spilled the beans. Go on and spill them some more, honey. He said, well, I kind of gave Eli my homework to do. Um... (laughs) So he's in his room writing, I will not give another student my homework ten times. I <laughs> know we passed by his room and he had his little easel and he's like writing all these lines. Yeah. I'm like.
1: Bless his little heart. I, I
0: messaged his teacher. So that's you cousin catch up. Um, it's a dark day over here in the neighborhood. <laughs> it could
1: have been worse though. I, I feel know. like your dad or my dad would hear that and be like, "Well, that's pretty smart on Candace' part. Know, like, work smarter, not <laughs> yeah, harder. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, but anyway, goodness. oh, the kid is my parents' neighbor, so okay, that's why my mom called. I gotcha. That's our good. Let the good lines roll and cousin Ketchup all in one. Uh, one feet. What about yeah. you? Any, any new no, news? No, Livy's been homesick today, so that's what I was telling Y'all. you. She's. We were talking. There is something going around something. that is not COVID. It's not the flu. It's not strep. There's it's some a virus. Kind of little
1: stomach virus. Luckily, that's not what she has. It's just like a mm-hmm. sore throat. But oh god, the whole stomach virus thing that went through my sister-in-law's family. All of them had it. Mm-hmm. I think except two. So I was just like, Well, we're Cannon gonna... had it, and Christian had it. Oh, Christian man. had it this past weekend. Oh, that's not fun. Yeah, That is not fun. And he spent the night
0: with my parents. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Look, How the did they
1: manage
0: that? I don't know. The last time they spent the night with my parents, her kids spent the night, my, my, my nephew's three and my niece is... She's about to be two in April and then um my sister just had a baby in January, so she's got her hands full. But the last time that my niece and nephew spent the night with my parents... Y'all, my dad is a germaphobe, <laughs> if you don't know. My niece... <laughs> Crawled up into his bed while he was sleeping with his mouth gaping open and sneezed in his no. mouth. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God! Just picture Mike Wazowski from Monsters Inc. spraying himself. Remember, that remember is when hysterical. when what's her name Boo touched him? Yeah, and um, out. yeah, and he sprayed himself in the eyes. Zoe, are you coming or going? If you coming, you, you got to be quiet. I don't
1: have your pillow in here, Zoe. So
0: that was a couple weekends ago, and then I guess they got talked into let him spend the night again. And um, I'm surprised, Pappy. <laughs> well, they didn't know he was sick oh my God. until he woke up with the flying shits and. <laughs> mom was like (laughs) oh my god i ain't been awake with a kid who had diarrhea in quite a while
1: throwing up and coming just just to that is not fun running with a kid sputing from
0: every direction i
1: can't that's i just you know the three-year-old that's
0: like a grown-up yeah
1: oh man poor baby is he feeling better
0: yeah he's fully recovered um I don't think my parents are fully recovered <laughs> from the drama. Yeah, I guess yeah. not. Oh, Goodness. Oh, Lord, good gracious. Okay, well we'll dive into it. Uh if you don't have anything to report, any anything upcoming or that uh, you
1: just that Mardi Gras is coming up and I missed the one parade I wanted to go to, which, which was one? the Crew of Mutts. Yeah. The puppy
0: parade.
1: <laughs> so, if you're not from here, we have what's called the Crew of Mutts and they do a parade. It's the um is it the ASPCA something like that? Anywho it was one it's of those really or, yeah one of those um, dog adoption organizations they put on this whole parade and you can bring your dogs out and there's you dress them up and it looks so cute and I've never been before and I really wanted to go and didn't realize that's the parade that kicks off the season and I missed oh. it because it was last weekend. But what we need to mark it on our calendar, for I know that I, would be fun. That's what I need to put it in my phone for next year.
0: <laughs> I have three dogs. Um, one dog is so old, she couldn't walk in a parade. Um, <laughs> the other dog, the moment you put a leash on her, she turns into a fainting goat and oh, goes stiff and I falls not, over.
1: I would not be able to bring my two dogs because yeah. apparently they have anxiety. Did I ever tell you I was in Disney and the um boarding facility calls me, and I know the girl, I know the owner, and she called me and she's like, hey, Rue is, he's not feeling well, he's like throwing up and he's got blood in his stool and all this kind of stuff. She's like, do you want us to take him to the vet? And I was like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know what this is. no, just let him die. I'll I'll pay when I come (laughs) back. Like, what, what do you mean you want me to take him to the vet? And so, uh, so she calls me Well she texts me back And she's like Hey the vet said Everything's fine All his tests are clear He's just being dramatic um, <laughs> He's just apparently I can he see has that with Ru. Separation anxiety mm-hmm. So I was like I, I guess I'm never Going to be able To leave again Unless He'll I leave it. him
0: With my dad He'll get it Why wow, he doesn't <laughs> have anxiety It's just your dad That has anxiety When you no, Or your yeah. mom Really your mom That has It's anxiety. really the
1: problem When my parents Come with me And then I have Nowhere to leave him That he's not Going to throw up And poop all over <laughs> The place apparently So yeah Little schnall. <laughs> anywho but yeah all to, all that to say like i would not be able to bring them to the parade because they're anxious dogs but i would still go you think have they a wouldn't be able to
0: handle like no they'd rosie, be like lunging at all the other dogs rue and...
1: rue would be he would not be aggressive but he would be nervous rosie would straight up try to kill other dogs because mm. she is like a little guard dog she's a little yeah. little bitty thing she's all of 13 pounds but yeah. she's fast and let me tell you, if any kind of animal comes in our yard, she will take off, like run it and chase it out in like the most aggressive manner I've ever seen out of a little bitty dog.
0: Does she mess with y'all's chickens though?
1: Yes. She would if I didn't go out there with her with a, with dog. Okay. So you yeah. can't like leave her alone? No, no. She's not trustworthy. Unattended. At all. Mm. And she digs and lives garbage. and. <gasps> Yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst, and yeah. Liv does not close her dang door like a teller too.
0: Anywho, awesome. all that. Lo- yeah, we love our dogs. Yeah, they're we great. We want to go to the Crew of Mutt's next year. <laughs> I say that every year because I went one year and it was so much fun. Did you? And one of the parades was being pulled by a goat, and it just <gasps> made my day. And it was like a big Stop billy goat. It. it wasn't like a like a little little goat. It was like a big billy goat with the long. Oh my what's it gosh! Called? A billy goat gruff. I billy, don't know. I don't know. Like a like a beard. Yeah. It was so cute. <gasps> have you discovered, y'all, there's a show on Discovery Plus called something about my pack or something. Mm-hmm. The guy is hot. <laughs> um, I follow him. His name, I think, is Luke Asher or something. Mm-hmm. The guy's name is, uh, is, I think it's Luke Asher. You got to watch it. You have Discovery Plus, but it's like my pack life or something. Uh-huh. He quit, like I said, he's quite attractive. Um, he quit his corporate job and bought like this big sanctuary out in Oregon. And he rescues, like he's got like 30 dogs. that Okay. He, um, but, Look, I got a lot of acreage if he wants to move down south. Hey. I mean... I Could think be his name. Friends. I think his name is um uh, Luke. Let me pull him up. But it's um I follow I follow him on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I really do follow him because of the animals or whatever. But uh, it doesn't hurt that he is super attractive, right? The Asher House—that's what it's the called. Asher. Wait, what? The A S H E R is his last name. Uh, the Asher. See, look. Oh, okay. No, I have not seen that. Well, on Discovery Plus, he has a new show called um My Pack Life or something, and it just follows them like. Keep. He- He's He is like an animal whisperer It's mm-hmm. crazy But he adopted He went and like rescued these um alpacas mm-hmm. And like one of the alpacas Like clearly has a crush on him It's so cute But she just that's like adorable. lays her head And then one of the alpacas um It's like it it has a baby And the baby has just like a little white set of bangs oh, it is so, That's so cute I know Derek's like we're not getting alpacas Yet They're so cute Yet Derek
1: I know You have a whole lifetime to wear them down I know I know we just <laughs> gotta buy some land
0: first <sighs> But um, but yeah, that's it. So check that out if y'all get a chance. It's a good, it's a really good show. And we like, we like the guy. I like the guy who. I want to know more, especially how he's able to afford all that land mm-hmm. in Oregon. Like, how can I just quit my job and run a sanctuary for yeah. animals? There has to be some kind of tax write off you can do. There has I don't to know. be, but and any, it's not a sanctuary for people because I don't yeah. like people. No. Well. Anyway, we are alike in that way. Right. Okay. Well, let's dive into our story.